And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hey guys, it's Kyle from Real Dudes. Before we get into this interview, I just want to give a big thank you to Darren and the rest of the team from Supergiant Games for allowing us to have this opportunity. It really means a lot, and we hope to have Darren back on the show in the future. If you are a fan of Bastion, Transistor, or their latest game, Pyre, or or even if you're just a fan of music in general, I really think you're going to love this interview. Um, Darren is such a rad and laid-back guy. So without further ado, here's our interview with Darren Korb from Super Giant Games. Carrington here with Real Dudes Podcast, and uh, I'm also here with Kyle. How's it going? And we have a special guest with us uh, today, and I'm so happy he's here and he spent the time uh, with us. He uh, has composed the music for Bastion, uh, Transistor, and most recently, uh, Pyre, and he works for Super and Giant Games. We have Darren Korb. Darren, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. Glad to be here. Oh, thank you for taking the time uh, for us. We were very happy and excited when you uh, agreed to sit down with us this uh, today. So, Darren, um, if you would like to, I know I did a small introduction uh, for our audience here, but would you like to kind of kindly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah. I'm the audio director for Supergiant Games. Uh, and as you mentioned, I, I did the music for Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre most recently. And uh, yeah, my main background is as a songwriter and, and musician uh, and producer, engineer, uh, audio engineer. So my I don't have a traditional composing background uh, like a lot of other people who do similar stuff that I do. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the, the short, the short version, I guess. And that'll do. That's great. That was perfect. Um, so if you, if you don't mind me by asking what uh, got you into music originally and, and, um, where did your love of music come from really? I think, you know, as a, as a little kid, I started doing musical theater when I was like five years old. Uh, and my whole family, uh, one of my brothers and my parents were really enjoyed, uh, were really into musicals. So I, I started there, I think. And uh, when I was about, and I was, you know, I started singing at a young age. And when I was about, I think, 11, I picked up a guitar and started playing in bands and writing songs and all that stuff. And then in high school, I got really into recording. 
and uh, pursued that further. And I did an internship in college. I interned at a recording studio for a couple of years and did, did some of that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that's sort of my, the, the, the history of my, my attachment to music. Awesome. So you mentioned that uh, you've been in uh, bands, you know, growing up and stuff. Would you say you're still in a band now outside of Supergiant Games? Do you still do music? Yeah, you know, I, I moved to California in 2014 from Brooklyn, but um, uh, my band, you know, I haven't played with them since, but <laughs> but we're still together. We're actually going to go do a recording session in uh, in September. So we're, you know, together, just not, not very active. Does uh, so the majority of your band is still in Brooklyn? Yeah, the other two guys are there in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. What kind of like if you were to t- uh, put a genre to it, what would it be? It's like uh, garage rock. Okay. Kind of kind of stuff like you know indie rock, a little bit of garage garage pop. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have any specific influences that that you know draws you to make the the type of music for the games that you've done in the past? Like, is yeah, there any yeah. any musical influences you know that that really just stick out to you that have helped you inspire be inspired through what you do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I have pretty different uh, for each project. I have kind of different specific things I'm trying to pull from. Um, but in general, I'd say the Beatles, oh, right? And you know, people like Radiohead and people I listened to a ton growing up, like that, are just sort of in there all you know always whenever i'm i'm working on something yeah uh but you know like for transistor image and heap was like a really specific influence for that project mm-hmm. but not as much for the for the other two um for example all right so i played bastion recently for the first time uh it's probably like five months ago or so and i've kept up with transistor since it since it re- originally released uh, and I've played some of that through uh, my phone on uh, the iOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and then listening to uh, Pyre's soundtrack, they they all have their own individual, um, you know, sound to them. Uh, how do you go, like, when you get a game, uh, when you guys are working on a game, how do you go about creating the soundtrack for it? Like, how do you know, like, the sound that you want for that? I spend a lot of time thinking about that. Uh, very question (laughs) yeah (laughs) at at the beginning you know at the beginning of each project i you know we kind of determine what sort of tone and feeling we want the project to have you know what what we're going for and once we establish that and are sort of pointing in a direction i use that to guide my sort of earliest experiments uh, musically and just I can keep making stuff, and then as Jen does some concept art, and you know more stuff comes together, and more world fiction comes together, mm-hmm. I use those things to influence the direction and make it more specific. But really, the main driving force is sort of mood and tone. Yeah, yeah, what you execute, man. Awesome. Uh, Thank you. With the music, yeah, the music that you make, it definitely sets that tone. Uh, whether it's you know through an emotional point in the game, or if you're you know trying to get hyped for a battle or something, you you absolutely execute that through the music that you compose. Thank you. Very um, much. Uh, something that I did notice between all three games, um, I don't know if, if do you play bass? Like, is that your instrument? I play. Uh, yeah, I mean, I play bass, and so all the all the sort of guitar shaped instruments on on the soundtracks, <laughs> I I play. Okay. Yeah, I noticed uh, 
especially between transistor and then uh, some of the pyre tracks there that heavy thick like distorted bass is in a few of those tracks and i yeah. it's it's uh I don't know. There's I don't know how to really describe the way it sounds, but it's just kind of bone chilling. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you find that there's certain instruments that you do use, or, or certain tones that you like to use, that you kind of just find yourself going back to through each track? Definitely. I mean, I think specifically the distorted bass thing. You know, in in transistor, I did a certain type of bass distortion more frequently. That was more like a like a um, chip distortion. Right, like a um, like a so it was like a bit crushing distortion. So it was like uh, more of a digital sounding distortion. Yeah. And for this one, I used more of an overdrive, uh, kind of a warmer, more analog distortion um, on the bass, particularly. Uh, and that was something that I knew I wanted to have in um, in this game was a distorted bass, sort of a fuzzy, warm kind of bass sound throughout. And uh, and I think that that kind of mixing with the bardic elements and elements of, uh, uh, you know, sort of for, for some of the tracks that you hear during the actual rites that you participate in, in the game, uh, there's some more kind of Gothic or ceremonial choir sounds and things like that. But, right. but sort of the, one of the, the through lines for a lot of the music is that kind of dirty bass sound. Right. So cool. That's cool. That you uh, picked up on that. That's, yeah. that's something that yeah. I, what was an early ingredient that I knew I wanted to kind of pull through all the, all the music. Yeah. It, it definitely hits, uh, I don't know. It hits a certain spot whenever I listen to it. Awesome. Um, just kind of wondering, you know, outside of music making, do you, do you play much of a role in the process of, of, you know, game development with Supergiant, or is it strictly just, you know, creating the music? I think, you know, everybody, we're such a small team that everybody right. has input <clears throat> on, on every aspect of the project. I think basically people are all kind of in charge of their thing, though. And and so any feedback is welcome, but will be filtered through the, you know, the person who who has to ultimately make that decision. Um, or uh, so. So, yeah, definitely. I, I, everybody's involved with uh, with different aspects of the project. But for the most part, you know, I, I focus on the music. Of course, I. I play the game uh, frequently and and give feedback on tuning okay. and gameplay and all that stuff and you know with writing notes story notes if if I have any but um but for the most part it's just the music. Okay, very cool. And 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 I'm sorry and sound and voiceover. <laughs> right, I'm right. Trying, right. I'm in charge of that stuff too. Oh, yeah. very nice. So uh, I just want to switch gears a little bit and talk about Pyre specifically. So if you mm -hmm. could, in your own words, describe Pyre. And then if you could describe um, the music, I mean, I've, I've heard it and I love it, but if you could also like describe it in your own words, what makes it unique, um, I think uh, getting your perspective on that would be really cool too. Yeah, sure. Uh, Pyre is a game where you lead a band of exiles through a mystical purgatory and you compete in a series of ancient rituals to earn back your freedom. That's sort of the elevator pitch, right? Okay, awesome. And uh, it's, it's a party-based RPG. And uh, the sort of combat in the RPG itself is this sort of sport-like ritual that we've created um, called the Rites. And there are these three-on-three matchups where you control a team of three, one at a you know one person, one character moves at a time on on each on each team, and uh, and you try to basically put out the other team's pyre uh, with with this mystical orb. So it's so it ends up being sort of like a pitched three-on-three -three sports match, essentially, uh, the combat of the game itself. 
and uh, the soundtrack for the game, I there's a there's a pretty big range of styles for mm-hmm. this soundtrack. Um, just because I think the range of experiences in the gameplay and the just sort of size of the game is just a lot more than than our previous two games. So I think the soundtrack reflects that in that it's got a pretty a pretty wide range of styles. Um, but but generally speaking, I think it's kind of like 70s acoustic fantasy rock was sort of my the main uh, through line for a lot of that stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah, it actually goes into my next question actually really well because I've noticed in the past in interviews and things like that that you like to assign genres to your own music for each soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I was mm-hmm. going to ask what genre would you put Pyre in that soundtrack? Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to, it's harder to put the whole thing in a in one genre i think i think the 70s acoustic fantasy rock thing is like represents a, a good portion of it but then there's also sort of more gothic uh choral elements uh, there's some you know there's some more electronic stuff when you actually get into the rights themselves mm-hmm. uh and and each different team each triumvirate that you meet has its own theme and those themes are pretty different to reflect the different teams there's some sort of like hard rock metal stuff in there there's some there's all sorts of stuff so yeah i this one it's harder to pin down the entire thing but i think generally the uh 70s acoustic fantasy rock is probably right i was gonna say the uh i think it's the opening track of the or or the first track on the actual soundtrack itself reminded me of uh led zeppelin's battle of evermore that's awesome that is certainly something that i wanted want i was specifically using as a as an influence for sure yeah, that, I, that between the vocals and just the sound of everything, it just it. I don't know. That's the first song that came to my head. The first time I ever heard it. That's really cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I've gotten, I've gotten some other comparisons, but that's the one. That, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, um, what was I gonna? Add? Oh, you had me. I got it. Uh, sorry. Um, so, just talking about gaming in general. Growing up, uh, what was your favorite games growing up that you had? And then, if you have time, what are you currently playing at the moment? Sure. When I was a kid, I got into Nintendo. You know, all the Nintendo stuff. Mario three specifically was one I loved a lot. Mario two, very nice. Um, Good choice. Mar- Marble Madness. Uh, I love that game. That was super weird and has like a really incredible soundtrack. Actually, the old the OG Nintendo one. Uh, and then when I got a little older, I really loved uh, Fallout one and two. Specifically, Fallout two. I think it's probably my favorite one. I played the heck out of that. Um, and, uh, geez, what else? There's, um, a bunch of stuff, but, but, uh, probably my favorite games are the rock band games. Very uh, nice. <laughs> actually, like I've played them more than any other game in ever. So, so I think they have to get a mention at least. And then right now I'm, uh, I'm working on breath of the wild. Um, <laughs> which I've, I've been enjoying a bunch actually it's very cool and i've been playing hearthstone kind of forever so that's still happening <laughs> as well i could never get into hearthstone i mean i've tried i just i don't know yeah. but i overwatch you know it's one of those games that has yeah. my time and and just and sonic mania right now um, oh cool i heard i've heard great things about that i want to check it out oh definitely i would highly recommend it um after yeah. if you love like the sonic like on the genesis and stuff like that oh yeah it takes you way back it's it's great it's cool i'd highly recommend it yeah i'll check it out yeah i just uh i just started breath of the wild i picked up a switch this weekend and awesome. uh 
kind of think my life's going to be devoted to that for a little while. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty absorbing for sure. Yeah. Easy to get, get sucked in. Oh yeah. I, I can tell just by, I think I've only sunk about an hour into it and I've, I, I don't know. I'm just taking it with me to work now and yeah. try and play yep. during my breaks and it's yep. just awesome. Yeah. You know, being a, like a music guy and audio guy, is that the first thing you like pay attention to when you play a new game? Like, is that what you're first drawn to or do you just kind of just try and keep yourself as a fan and just let it all come to you kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more the second one. I mean, I don't, oddly enough, you know, the music when I play a game isn't always my main focus. It's unless. I, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's like when I listen to a song, I'm not like, I'm not a lyrics first kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll hear the lyrics. I'll only really notice lyrics if they're bad or great. And I, and, and if they're serviceable, I won't really notice them, you know? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So, so like, I kind of feel that way about game music too, is that unless, unless I find it spectacular or awful, I won't really pay a ton of attention to it. Um, on my first play through a game, usually it's if I when I start paying attention to the music is like after I've been playing it for a long time and start to, you know, can sort of pull back a little bit and um, not focus so much on actually playing. Fair enough. Hey, I just as a drummer, that's the first thing when I like listen to a song. Um, that's mm-hmm. what I'm uh, drawn to. Um, yeah, so if it's like a bad song or a good song or a bad drums or or good drums and that to me that really makes or break it breaks it you know yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. so I, I kind of you know from that aspect I understand it but with a video game it's I understand it's just I just want to play the game and if it's like Bastion for yeah. example the music stood out right at, right you know as soon as I started awesome. playing it and it was just so as well as the voice acting too um, yeah. and the vocals like because uh, Ashley does an incredible job with uh, that Build That Wall song loved it mm. awesome so you know I can't say high enough regards as far as the Bastion soundtrack. <laughs> I loved it so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Kyle, I think you had uh, another question. Um, yeah, just maybe like the last thing I just want to touch on. Uh, so you guys just recently uh, had, uh, was it a vinyl release for Bastion? Yeah. And then have you released a vinyl for Transistor yet? We did. Yeah, we did that one first, okay. actually. That's what I was thinking. I, I wasn't sure if that came out close to when the game was released. Uh, is there... Is there plans for a Pyre vinyl release? Have you guys already done that? We are looking looking into it. You know, it's, it's okay. certainly a longer production right. a timeline for vinyl than it is for CDs. So, um, you know, we're we're checking it out. Uh, you know, I can't I can't say much more than that at the moment. But That's we're, fine. We're yeah, yep. yeah, I understand. Uh, that I mean, I would think that that is uh, a pretty rad moment. Just like I don't, uh, you know, a whole lot of games don't get their own vinyl. Yeah. So that's that's definitely pretty cool that you guys are able to do that because your music definitely is vinyl worthy. Awesome. Thank you very yeah. much. And yeah, it's certainly cool. Like I, you know, without the context of the game stuff, I don't think, you know, the the opportunity to even have your music on a record, uh, I think is pretty, pretty slim just because there's a pretty big cost uh, right. barrier to even get a small run of records made, you know, at any decent quality. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's just pretty cool to, to have, you know, have, have music on your own. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that's, that's everything that I had for you, man. That's, that's questions that I had for you. All right. Terry, do you awesome. have anything else? I got one more question, uh, for you. And, uh, that's, uh, 
for all creators out there uh, who are trying to get started or who are looking to get started, in, um, such as yourself uh, in the music business or even uh, in the gaming uh, industry, what would be your advice or like your wise words for anyone who wants to try and make music for a living? Yeah, I think that's a good question. And, and it's kind of slightly different than the one that I get a lot, which is how do I break into the industry? Gotcha. Which is, I don't really have a good answer to that um, <laughs> because I, I just sort of randomly lucked into it, basically. Um, I think the thing <clears throat> that's really helped me specifically, one of the things is being really comfortable with recording and having a strong audio engineering background, I think is really, really valuable if you want to make music for games. Um, and part of what that allows you to do is to kind of be pretty self-sufficient when you're making music and you can get from your idea of a piece to a good sounding finished mix all by yourself. Mm -hmm. And the ability to do that, I think is really, really, <coughs> pardon me. You're good. <laughs> really, really valuable. I think, especially considering, um, you know, a lot of games have a quick turnaround time. Uh, when you add other people into the mix, it just expands the timeline, you know, so uh, the ability to do it all by yourself, I think, is a really big deal. And that's, of course, not how everybody works. Um, but, you know, for me personally, I think that's been a real benefit um, to the way the way I do things. Awesome. Thank you very much. I think that was uh, very helpful and, and kind of inspiring. Great. Well, Darren, uh, thank you for spending some time with us. I think that's all we had today. Um, but Awesome. Uh, good luck on all your adventures in the future. And we look forward to uh, Supergiant Games as well as your next project, whenever that may be. Sounds good. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Oh, no problem. Um, what, uh, you want to go ahead and uh, you plug your social media outlets if you want to, if you want. Yeah, sure. You can uh, check me out on Twitter. I'm uh, at Darren Korb. It's pretty easy to remember. And then uh, at Supergiant Games as well and supergiantgames.com. And we have our store at supergiantgames.com. So, um, yeah. Just uh, check it out. Awesome, man. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a pleasure having you on here. Yeah, great. Thanks so much. Well, thank you, Darren. And as always, everyone out there, have a rad day. When the stars align, the rights shall come to bear. Illuminate the signs, the exiles shall be.
Scott's Thicker Lawn, right now from only $19.98 a bag. Thicker Lawn is a three-in-one mixture of seed, fertilizer, and soil improver, perfectly formulated for thicker lawns and happier lawn owners. So spread the word for up to a 50% thicker lawn after just one application. Today is the day for doing with Scott's Thicker Lawn from only $19.98 a bag. Now at the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Selection varies by store. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 